0: Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have
1: things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. And we designate this 9 o'clock hour as what we call our open line hour of our weekly radio broadcast Anything for your home, castle, or cabin? We leave the topics open to you, the callers, or the texters, or the emailers, or the tweeters, or the Facebookers. Actually, I don't monitor Facebook during the broadcasts. I've only got three screens: I've got my text screen, my phone screen, and my email screen. So, if you want to join the conversation, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Text is 411-923 during the broadcast. And if you need help uh, with a little bit of I- image identification or product identification or maybe explain the layout a little bit better, and you can snap a picture and email that to info at rosieonthehouse.com. Some of the things we're talking about this week uh, uh, for our Green Valley Dispatch that will go out tomorrow, we've got a do-it-yourself home uh, living at home. Aging in place has been our topic all month long, and we've got a great interview to wrap up that topic with senior uh, with live complete senior living here at the ten o'clock hour. This Wednesday, in our Green Valley newspaper, we've got an article on sustainability. Our question and answer that's in the Arizona Daily Star in Tucsons on wood furniture that's on Sunday as well. And yesterday we had our article on. KTAR.com about sealing cracks. That's our weekly to-do, and we'll cover that at the 9.30 break. There's something interesting that I've kind of started keeping a browsing through is the mansion section of the Wall Street Journal on Fridays. You know, most of it's pretty ridiculous stuff, like this Connecticut... Art compound that's on 51 acres going for 20 million. Who cares? (laughs) Bruce Willis uh, is asking a record 33 million for a seven-acre estate and some island. Who cares? This one is what interested me. The guy that spent an additional 20 percent to the infrastructure of his home to help make it fire resistant and the only home in Malibu. Nate, this Malibu neighborhood that survived the Woolsley Fire last uh, last fall. I guess it was November-ish.
2: Wow. So the whole house was fire retardant?
1: The entire landscape around that home. He has no neighbors. No neighbors. He says wow. it's a little depressing to go home right now, which I can imagine.
2: Well, some people would pay a lot for that but,
1: isolation, right? Well, and... Just think about how expensive it's going to be to rebuild the mm. other homes. A lot more than the extra twenty percent it costs to do the job right the first time. And that's something that we constantly push here: doing the job right the first time. Some of the things he did, I wouldn't have. I didn't know about this one: flame, res, an ember-resistant attic vent. So that's one area that the home's most vulnerable is all the embers that are flying, getting sucked into the attic and then sitting on your blown-in insulation or whatever's in there and heating up and igniting there. So he had some uh, flame and ember-resistant attic vents installed uh, along with his roofing material. Heat-resistant windows, I'm kind of curious about that. What is? I think we could
2: do a whole topic on fire retardant stuff for your house
1: this one was neat the water tanks with a thousand feet of fire hose now the key element here he does have uh gas pumps so you know like a propane tank with a gas pump or and some solar panels to help run the pumps but he also made sure to install these water tanks above ground so if all the pumps were shot just because water seeks its own level and the pressure of water coming out at the bottom of a tank that's got 25 because it's two 25,000 gallon tanks you know all the weight of that water coming out at the bottom you still have pressure coming out uh until you know obviously as the water level drops so will your pressure but you can get all 50,000 gallons out without needing any uh any pumps and then one more uh was the obvious which we constantly talk about concrete masonry walls Mm. (laughs) oh i drove past a Apartment complex going up that's hundreds of wood planks, you that know, and it's me seven stories mm-hmm. tall. I'm just gosh, we have lots of dirt in the earth. Why aren't we using the dirt materials for our structural support instead of cutting down trees and using wood planks like Rosie calls it silly sticks and stucco? Something I still can't get wrap my head around. But that was a pretty neat article. I, I do think that's going to lead to some more topics uh you know we do have a lot of arizona that's in the high country that's in forest plains you know we had lost some homes in happy jack uh yes. last year we've got a lot of homes in the ponderosas you know, really in the desert flora not nearly as critical our creosotes and uh, <laughs> <I would> t- <laughs> our our amount of dirt between vegetation there, there's some areas that the the, our biggest vulnerable, vulnerability to fire isn't wildfires, but it's fires starting inside the home. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, I see that being an interesting topic in itself. So we'll have that one coming up here on uh, Arizona Saturday morning. But it's also cleaning month, and we've got Brian Sansani from the American Cleaning Institute to join us here this Saturday morning. Brian, thanks for taking a few minutes to join us.
0: Romy, it's great to be with you and your listeners in Arizona today.
1: Talk to us about the National Cleaning Survey. I didn't know there was a spring cleaning survey.
0: Yeah, so uh, the American Cleaning Institute, which is based in Washington, D.C., and represents a lot of the uh, companies that make the favorite brands you, you, you see in the, in the grocery store aisles. Um, typically every year we, we survey consumers just to get their thoughts, ideas, uh, uh, habits uh, related to, to cleaning. This year, in our cleaning survey, we found that seventy seven percent of American households uh, annually uh, participate in spring cleaning that's the highest number uh, we recorded as, as long as we've been do- doing these surveys so it's uh, a lot of people are, are doing it they want to get rid of a, a whole a whole host of dust and dirt and clutter, especially in, in rooms that they haven't uh, cleaned up in a while so it's a good time of the year, uh, as, as we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, to when you're cleaning or just doing regular chores, make sure you're doing it safely.
1: And when we're talking about safety, and we've been in this aging in place uh, concept all month long, uh, you know, we've, we all think about, all right, we've got underneath the kitchen sink, you've got the little security locks that we put on there yep. so people can't get into that. But uh, as it' It's important on the reverse side of life too, going into our elder years that's
0: absolutely right uh, m- many more of us m- may have uh, uh moms or dads in advanced years that that might be living with us or we might be a caregiver for for one of them and, and some 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 of these folks may be uh, have signs or been diagnosed with with alzheimer's or, or dementia and what we need to do in those um, in those situations is when we're doing our, our, our cleaning chores, when, when we're doing our, our laundry, we need to make sure that these products are stored safely, out of sight, and out of reach. Because we don't want to – we want to pre- pre- prevent um, an, an accident, uh, particularly if you're using, like, these newer products like uh, laundry packets, which have been very popular over the last few years. They're kind of colorful. And, and some folks, um, you know, if they may be challenged in some way, may not know what that product is, and we don't want them to – access that inappropriately. It's really important that those products are stored out of sight, out of reach, and locked
2: away. I think also, Brian, that eyesight comes into that a lot, too. It doesn't have to be something as serious as dementia. A lot of times, you just can't see. And there's all kinds of eye conditions that would keep you from reading the directions correctly or even identifying the product. And I think also on the other side of that, if you're helping an older couple, um, folks or whatever to find products they can use, that they can get into, so that they can keep their house clean. I mean, some of that stuff for crying out loud, you can't get it open.
0: Uh, that's right. And and again, when we may not think of these situations because you know we were we do laundry all the time or we uh, clean the house all the time, but it's important that we don't when we're done using the product we don't leave it out because um, you you might get distracted by uh, something else in the house or a phone call really important when you're cleaning uh, in those situations use the product as directed and then store it out of sight and out of reach
2: so do you have some tips for our listeners on quick and easy ways to spring clean
0: uh, yeah um, absolutely and it's important to whenever you're cleaning um, you might think you have a, you have a, a lot of chores uh, to take care of you know we we, we kind of uh, suggest doing it, um plan it out um don't you don't have to do it all at once you know take care of you know do a room at a time um also figure out ahead of time what cleaning products do you really need um and and gather them up uh and maybe it may be one product and maybe several um make sure you read the product directions maybe you haven't used uh, the product in a while and, and specifically if you haven't Uh, If you're spring cleaning and you haven't cleaned up a particular room, make sure you know how to use um, the products uh, safely. And, of course, when you're done with the products, especially if you have kids around or we just talked about uh, 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 seniors, advanced years, make sure it's out of sight and out of
1: reach. One of the results in the survey... Thirty-three percent do not believe they clean everything in their home often enough, which tells me that sixty-seven percent of the people that answered that question are liars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, when we uh, tease these um, results out, um, you know, clearly there there are parts of uh, our our house or or apartment that we may not have uh, cleaned up in a while. Perhaps we haven't cleaned up the garage in a while, or that. Um, you know extra uh, guest suite, so there might be a lot of dust built up and, and, and cert- or, or a lot of clutter and, and certainly clutter means dust so that that 's why we 're in this kind of you know getting rid of clutter uh, phase you know it 's all over tv and, and and social media, which is important, but I think for, just from a health standpoint, you want to get rid of all that dust because that that can affect a lot of people who may suffer from uh, allergies or asthma so when you get rid of that clutter, you you want to, you, that's a lot less dust you have to worry about, so you want to make sure you, you have the uh, equipment you need or cleaning products you need to get rid of a season's worth of dust and dirt.
1: Brian Sansazi of the American Cleaning Institute. You can learn more at cleaninginstitute.org. Thanks for spending time this Saturday morning as we help get spring clean. And if you're looking for a new vehicle this spring, Saturdays only, if you're It's on your to-do this weekend because Sanderson Ford is not open on Sunday. They've got a uh, the end of truck month is going on right now. Uh, They've got a lot of specials on the edges and the Explorers, the SUV types, whatever vehicle of choice you're looking for, you can find it at Sanderson Ford on their 65-acre lot. That's one acre bigger than Disneyland. They've got an incredible selection. And, it's no pressure. You're not going to have to worry about showing up on the site and getting jumped by 20 different sales reps all at once battling for whose customer this is going to be. Uh, You can walk around at leisure when you're ready to talk to somebody. They'll be there ready for you. You want to do a little shopping ahead of time, you can shop online at sandersonford.com, pick out the vehicle of choice. If you want, they would even deliver it to you. You can do it completely online or maybe pick out what you want and go and see uh, on site how many different options may be in stock whether it's uh what color you're looking for or additional packages they have a f-250 for under forty thousand dollars 2019 you know when i got an f-250 in oh one it wasn't that cheap and it's not like i got anything fancy i didn't get uh, you know the uh, what do you call it the king's ranch package that's that's a little much for the dirt road we live on. You know those those things. Uh, I <laughs> dad always jokes about needing to uh, inspect your contractors how clean their trucks are. I if the contractor lives on a dirt road, I'd give him the exterior of his vehicle a pass. That that's all I'd be doing <laughs> if uh, if if we were oh, when, when you live on a dirt road. a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning. It is segment number two of 9 o'clock hour. We have our uh, listener appreciation giveaways. We've got Utah Jazz taking on the Phoenix Suns Wednesday, April 3rd. That's at 7 p.m. We also have Phoenix Coyotes tickets. I don't know who L.R. is. They don't put the name. They just put the uh, mascot logo of the company and I'm the, or the, the team. team. But this is for whoever the Coyotes are playing on Tuesday, April 2nd, 7 p.m. Game starts. So the trivia question, is I'm reading uh, our newsletter, it said you must be listening to the 7 o'clock broadcast for content to win. And I'm going to do a little, because not all of our affiliates carry the 7 o'clock hour. I'm going to give them a, a little bit of a uh, a help on this. Just name one of the five historic buildings that our guests mentioned in that hour. And you've posted that on Facebook as well. So you go find that post and name just one of the five historic buildings in Phoenix that were talked about in the 7 o'clock hour of Rosie on the House, what we call our Arizona hour. And we'll just randomly pick two uh, textures out of that. You text to 411 923 And we'll pick two random winners that haven't won in the last 12 months. Any promotional uh, prize from Rosie on the house? And you'll get to go enjoy these games. We had a nice letter from Teresa who said thank you for the ASU basketball tickets. Took her son and they had a great time. Glad we can do that for, for our listeners. Those sporting tickets are compliments of KTAR, our flagship station, and their sister station, 987 Sports. Willie texted in. Good morning. Several weeks ago, you mentioned a weed and feed product for your yard. What was the name of that weed and feed? Well, it was a bonide product. I'm not sure which one specifically you heard they've got burnout for killing all your weeds if you're looking for a lawn application there's a different application for for lawns if you're trying to not kill your bermuda as well you know the burnout is a liquid application that would coat everything and it burns everything up so you just need to go to bonine.com or any one of their local retailers we've got tree land nursery mesa any of the summer winds you have uh Mesquite Valley Growers in Tucson. bonai.com, huge list of products. We use burnout a lot for our home. We've got a little bit of property and a whole lot of weeds. And it's been a really bad weed season. The amount of rain we received in Arizona in April, I'm sorry, October, with the warmth that we still had, really supercharged our weed season and then we've got great rains that carries through till now to where we are leading into april with a second growth so it's it's no shortage of weed problems uh we've got weed specialists on RosieOnTheHouse.com. if the weeds are too much for your home castle or cabin you can hire a professional come treat it i know y'all had it uh, treated a little bit as well
2: i was going to ask you do, will your goats eat everything because a lot of that stuff is so bitter, the horses won't even eat it.
1: There is only one weed, and I haven't been able to identify it, and no one else has either, um, that they won't touch. You can leave them there, and, and and they absolutely will not touch this one. And it's a very invasive plant. It grows straight up. Uh, but if you see it starting to grow in one area, just know the next weed season there's going to be a 50 of that one plant if you're not on it. And next season, there's going to be 250. And it takes over around our uh, tree basins, and it's getting into our lawn now. So I've really uh, I've been playing with uh, burnout. I've been playing with cleanup. And the situation I have is because it's in the lawn and because it's around some young trees, treating it, even with organic uh burnout, you know, they say apply to mature trees. Well, this mulberry tree is only a year and a half old that it's taking over the basin of, and I don't want to risk losing it. How mature. So they'll eat everything but this one crazy weed we've been fighting.
2: Hmm, I thought that might be my answer, but I guess not.
1: Well, and there are areas of our home that goats have eaten down to nothing that we then move, and those areas are already knee-high again. Yeah. So they are a solution for eating the vegetation, but they're not a long-term solution to uh, demolishing and killing the root system and preventing them from growing back. So they're great mowers. They're not great preventers. Got it. It's Rosie on the House. Next segment is the third segment of our 9 o'clock hour. That's when we cover our weekly how-to. Talking about sealing cracks to keep those pests from evading with the amount of weeds we have. We've got a ton of insects as well. And we'll talking about ways you can help keep those out of your home. Along with joining the conversation at seven4 767 4348 That's 188 Rosie for you. a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning. Part of our new broadcast format, we've constantly tweaking it. We've tweaked it many times over the years and we're always looking for ways to improve and better our information and bring you relevant information and it's going to change a hundred times going forward as well, I'm sure. Every time I think, ah, we got it here, we think of something better. And one of the things we're doing right now is uh, each week in the open line hour, we have a weekly to-do. And it was funny, earlier in the hour, we had Brian Sansazi from the American Cleaning Institute. One of the results of the survey, 41% can't remember the last time they cleaned the fridge. Now, I believe that answer.
2: (laughs) That's kind of gross. And the other one I thought was kind of gross was, when's the last time you cleaned your bed? and there's quite a few who can't remember the last time they cleaned their bed. <laughs> I don't think cleaning's I don't think people clean like they used to.
1: They <laughs> don't. Well Coming up on April 13th, we have fridge maintenance as is our weekly to do. So, we'll be talking about not only cleaning the interior, but making sure we clean underneath the fridge, we clean the dust off the compressor, we make sure it's running properly if we've got water supplied to it, making sure our filters are updated and cleaned. Uh, but today, we're talking about sealing cracks. We actually have a great video that goes along with this uh, that you can get a little visual aid for. It's on our YouTube channel. Yeah, youtube.com slash Rosie on the House. You can also go to our website, rosieonthehouse.com. I will update it because uh, it. Let me hit refresh. Nope. But it'll be the featured video of at rosieonthehouse.com in the next programming break when I get that updated. But it's a great uh, visual aid to all the different areas you can seal around your home that insects are going to be crawling into, but also it covers what not to seal. Some new or, or developing pest control companies that may not be familiar with how we homes are built in the Southwest. I'm not saying I necessarily agree with the building method because if it was a masonry home, you wouldn't need this application, but uh, on a wood-framed home, which many of them are, that have been built in the last 20, 30, 40 years. And then you've got your styrofoam, and then you've got your stucco on top. There is a metal plate. If you follow the stucco down with your fingers and feel underneath where the stucco stops and then you see your concrete stem wall, there's a little metal edge there, and that's the bottom of the stucco. There are holes cut in that metal strip. And that's so water can drip out. Stucco is not a waterproof product. Paint is not a waterproof product. They're water shedding. And the newer the stucco, the newer the paint, the faster it'll shed the water. But that is designed to let moisture drip out through the bottom so it doesn't condense inside your walls. And a lot of pest control companies we've seen that uh, maybe be new to the market or maybe start trying to start their own business and not familiar with what they're doing will actually seal those to keep the insects out but what you're doing is you're keeping the water in which can lead to mold and mildew buildup inside your walls which is a lot bigger problem than dealing with a few creepy crawlies here and there. One of the funny things that I see is people with scorpions. Um, Obviously, we've got a lot of scorpions. Uh, They are nasty-looking animals. They hurt. (laughs) They hurt. Uh, Obviously, the young toddlers and elderly people with immune systems who are, uh, you know, threatened or not developed yet. They're our biggest threat. But, you know, it's, it's just part of what you have to live with here in the desert. And, uh I think it freaks people out a lot more than it needs to. In a lot of cases, uh, you said they hurt, very rarely deadly. In fact, I didn't do my research, but uh, I think if you looked up the last time a person died of a scorpion sting, you know, and we've got eight million people in Arizona now, you know, it's not a not a huge lethal uh, threat to our our lifestyle, but people go crazy over it. I think they're just afraid, you know, but they, I mean, they look, they look gnarly.
2: (laughs) They do. And on that video, um, if you don't, if you don't understand where Romy's talking about that, that is a weep screed. Is that what Mm you call it? If you don't know where that is, just take a look and you'll see my, my son-in-law. And he will teach you how.
1: <laughs> yeah. We got Bruce recruited to help with the video production. And we also talk about having a good defensible space uh, no wood piles around the house, uh, making sure vegetation's trimmed off the house. Anything we can do to eliminate a habitat will just go in, in having to reduce the amount of. Uh, insect battling we have to do. The, the lower the population of insects, obviously the lower amount of battling. It. There are pest control companies. Um, <laughs> I was talking about scorpions. When we found a scorpion in the baby's pen, uh, mm. we've had a bi-week or bi-monthly scorpion treatment just while with all the kids and the toddlers around the house. They will come and do it. Most of the products they use Uh, are less harmful than table salt anymore with regulations and the demand for non-harsh synthetics from the consumers. Uh, We've got a number of great pest control companies at rosyonthehouse.com. If you've got more than you can battle yourself. Another interesting, so that's our weekly how-to, and our goal with that and our new Applicate our new app that we've licensed for our listeners. It's called the Rosie on the House Homesada app. You can put this in your weekly to-dos, and then you can complete it once it's done. You can schedule a reminder to check it again next spring. If you do it right, you probably wouldn't have to put this out for three or four years, and it's just a way to help electronically track and keep you on top of your maintenance and send you reminders and this isn't done or this is completed, who completed it, or if this is something we need a professional, you know, it's a reminder to call a certified tradesman. If you've got remodeling projects, you can schedule and plan and budget for pool additions, room additions, room remodels, kitchen remodels. It'll help you inventory items in your home for theft or uh, fire or water damage. That's a biggie.
2: That's really big, and most people put it off.
1: And that's the the home inventory is the free. If you want to go to the premium subscription, it's $5 a month, and that then includes the regular home maintenance. And if you look in your Rosie on the House home maintenance calendar, on the bottom section it says this is the month to do, and each one of those keywords you can then put in your uh, personalized home maintenance calendar. So one more way that we're working with – the amount of phones and electronics and everyone's like, how are we going to help the next generation or reach the next generation? And we think this is going to be a big uh, key in teaching, you know, the the next generation how to manage their homes and how to keep on track of it. And uh, of course, hiring the right person. You heard that homeowner in the eight o'clock hour that talked about the gazillions of dollars they spent With different landscapers trying to get their irrigation right and it did not sound complicated it was a gravel home with a few trees and bill's going to go take a look for uh for that homeowner so hiring the right contractor to do the job right the first time is big and there isn't any of our contractors uh, that's not looking for additional help, the qualified help in the trades uh, and labor industry, it's it's a demand in every aspect. I'm not just talking uh, construction trades, but automotive trades, agricultural. All of these industries are all competing in the same very small pool of, of resource, uh, of, of talent labor that can provide a very good living for Uh, So if you're interested in the trades or breaking into the trades or looking for a way to maybe pay for your education instead of going and withdrawing a bunch of loans or debt or pay your way through your education, the trades is a great way to do that. And then you've got a a physical skill you can fall back on should you ever need to uh, going forward. A lot of our contractors that are part of RosieOnTheHouse.com, they've got uh, educations and degrees that don't relate to construction at all. But just uh, found their way into it one way or the other, and have turned it into successful businesses. So we're uh, we're a big proponent of you know at least having a trade to fall back on if nothing else. There was an article this week I wanted to talk about about glass and paper may lo- no longer be recycled in Tucson.
2: I saw that, and it was because why?
1: Well, it's a lot cheaper to put it in the landfill (laughs) basically is what it comes down to
2: well there was a time that they were able to sell and that market's gone
1: Uh, China was buying a lot of it
2: so now it's it's not paying off
1: and this is a great opportunity to look at what we're using as consumers the amount of cardboard and that goes into packaging and moving just blows my mind.
2: Well, with Amazon now, the, oh. I mean, I've mean, i got boxes all the time, and I, I just hate throwing away a really beautiful, clean box. But I don't have room to store them all either.
1: Right. And then uh, this article cited several times the uh, cardboard and papers using for food. And they in particularly highlighted pizza boxes more than once, you know, the grease and the cheese and whatever else ends up on the pizza box. That's not really a recyclable a material anymore because of you know all the grease that's on it. And here's one thing that I stumbled across in Tucson this week when I was I picked up a what is this called? A Natural Awakening's magazine and there was a uh a company there listed called Bungalow Box Arizona and what this company does is they take plastic from garbage bags and make containers that are reusable. So if somebody's looking to move, instead of going and buying a bunch of cardboard boxes, you can go rent a bungalow box that's reusable, bring it, pack all your stuff, use those boxes to move, and then return it to the company so that you're not creating that cardboard waste. So one of the things we can do to help the recycling industry is reduce the demand for materials that need to be recycled by using products that are reusable instead of one-time use and throw away.
2: Well, solutions are going to be... Well, I guess it's a difference between... I mean, the government does the recycling, right? So it's Mm -hmm. going to be the private industry getting in and finding ways to to help and solve the solution Mm -hmm. and make a living doing it.
1: And the neat thing about this bungle box, uh, the owner is Heather Rawson, a Phoenix native that moved to Tucson for... Uh, college at U of A and never left Had seen this uh, Need and put put it together And these Bungo boxes are out of Wisconsin So it's an American made product out of Recycled materials used to help Reduce the amount of Cardboard use Reducing the strain on the recycling Industry as a whole
2: I'd like to visit with her
1: Yeah, I had a chance to yesterday And we talked about some other ideas You were talking about all the boxes That Amazon uses and finding, you know, maybe it's a a fiberglass lightweight box, it wouldn't add a lot of weight to the trucks that Amazon could reuse over and over and over. You know, they go deliver a box to your home and they pick up empty boxes from other products they've delivered there. And so as a, their trucks, instead of having all these cardboard boxes that, you know, empty throughout the day, well, as you deliver this box, you now have got an area to put this other box back in. And, you know, what about pizza boxes? Finding a reusable way to.
2: I did not know they weren't recyclable until we had Phoenix Recycle on. And I was like, what? So, and when I tell people, hey, you can't recycle that, they're surprised. But so, they're all greasy.
1: Yeah, the, the percent of items that go into the recycle bin that are actually recycled is less than 10%. Trying to bring Dylan in. There we go. Good morning. Welcome to the program, sir. How may we help you? Well, I have some water damage in my apartment and I'm
0: concerned about uh, mold.
1: Okay. How long, any idea how long the water damage has been happening? Or was this something that was just a one-time occurrence and you're just being I like, start preventative? I started smelling a musky smell about three weeks ago. And then I found a puddle of
0: water on my carpet. So it was a, it was a leak from under my bathroom sink. So I'm thinking hopefully only about three weeks. Uh, they pulled the carpet padding up and it was wet. Um, nothing was ever really soaked. It's just all my carpet. In my bedroom is very damp um, and they're, they're working on fixing it, but I, I keep bringing up the question of mold and they're kind of being vague with me. So <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: So, um, I'm, they may have changed their name, uh, cause I'm not finding it. I keep coming up with a different result, but there is a company in Arizona mm-hmm. that you can send samples of materials to, and they will test it for mold. So what you'll do is you'll call them. Um, it looks like it used to be called Aerotech laboratories, but the only thing that comes up right now is EM lab.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it mold as best as bacteria and radon laboratories. So you'll just call them on Monday. They'll send you a kit with instructions on. It's really most of it is just an adhesive, and you stick it on the areas you see the mold and mildew. Then you put it back in this plastic container, ship it to them. They test it and say this is uh, non-threatening, or if it is something that is threatening to the human health, they'll let you know. And then at that point, you would call a remediation company in to properly remove that mildew 98 percent of the time it's not harmful to human health and if it's only been three weeks that you've been smelling it it's probably been there a little bit longer but if you haven't noticed any additional coughing or uh change in your own uh respiratory it's it's probably nothing that's affecting you but we definitely want to get it out of there because uh you know, the longer it sits there, the longer we give it a chance to manifest into something else.
0: Right. It's uh, very musky. I mean, the whole apartment at this point is just, even though they're running a dehumidifier de- uh, in the bedroom, they're running uh, air movers in the bathroom. The whole place is just very, very musky. And it's, I mean, is that something you think reasonably they can fix within, you know, a couple of weeks to a month? Or is this like a major, major thing?
1: If it was just a leak on just your bathroom sink, that's something they should be able to fix uh, air out uh, and and move on and get past. If it's a bigger problem that affects multiple, I mean areas in the uh, in the complex it and it could be a bigger problem. But if it was just isolated to just your bathroom, yeah, they should be able to get that air out. We'll clean the air filter or change the air filters in our, Register it may take a cleaning of our HVAC system. If it's picked up some of those spores and it's sitting on your condensing coils and your air conditioning unit, uh, there's additional things we need to do to clean it out. But yeah, with, with modern technology and the advancement of the restoration industry, we'll be able to get that restored. We appreciate the call. Hang tight. We'll get you the number to Aerotech Laboratories. Uh, And depending on where you're at, either Kowalski Construction or Phoenix Flood our restoration experts, so you have those numbers as backup should you need to take this to the next level. Yeah,
2: and I was going to say, since he is renting, I would certainly push it till it's, you know, not just let them say it's done. If you still smell something, then there's still a problem. Don't feel bad about just kind of pushing through. And you can suggest these things and these places Romy has given you.
1: We've got... uh, Live streams, Complete Senior Living, joining us in the 10 o'clock hour, finishing up our entire month on aging in place uh, with the services that they provide to our aging population. We look forward to having them in studio. A couple things out and about. Uh, we'd like to thank the Renaissance Festival. They helped uh, four of our, our family four-packs that we gave away to our listening audience this week, which included uh, two adults, two kids, and, and a parking pass. And someone said they didn't think it was real because they offer free parking. Well, I haven't been to the Renaissance Festival. This is just—they. I if bet you, they you have you special lo-
2: parking for. I guess <laughs> it
1: have to be because you look at it and it says it's- parking. So, yeah. uh, whatever. somebody <laughs> of all to- things, you know, this is the mountain you're going to die on—a free parking pass. So we uh, appreciate it. This is the last weekend for the Renaissance Festival for the year. They've got jousting three times a day. I've heard about the roasted turkey leg. One of these days, I'm going to get out there. I'm, I'm going to make an effort. We were in uh, the River Bottom Cafe in Florence last weekend enjoying a cheeseburger after the rodeo. A uh, number of them in costume came in to eat, and that was pretty funny. Everyone's like, what is it's going on? It's very cultish. And, then, it is and very... then finally somebody's like, you know what? I bet it's the, and sure enough, they were all, uh, what do you call, actors at the Renaissance Festival?
2: They could have been participants or visitors.
1: Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. If you're looking to find a way to get your kids connected with the outdoors, Arizona Game and Fish Department has their annual outdoor expo going on right now on Carefree Highway at their headquarters near Ben Avery Shooting Range.